This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU holds on at the end of a close game with a 72-66 victory over Kansas State. We'll tell you a little bit more about what that means here in just a second, but first, let's check the Big 12 scoreboard. All games final on the night, TCU. Heads to Iowa State in the 14th-ranked Cyclones. Barry the Horn Frog, 71-59. to Trey King leads the Cyclones in the win with 15 points. Texas beats down West Virginia at home, 94-58. to All five Texas starters scoring in double digits in the win. Dylan Deesu with 27 for the Longhorns. Fifth-ranked Houston goes on the road at Cincinnati and gets a victory, 67-62 in a close game. Houston outpaces the Bearcats 38-30 in the second half to secure the win. Juwan Roberts drops 20 in the win with eight boards to go along with it. At In Lubbock, 23rd-ranked Texas Tech beats UCF 66-59. Darian Williams, 13 points, 13 boards in the win. Fourth-ranked Kansas outlasts 13th-ranked Baylor. That one at Fogg, 64-61. Kansas gets the victory. Baylor did outscore the Jayhawks in the second half by three, but still came up three short. Jayhawks have four players in double figures in the win with Hunter Dickinson's 15 leading the way. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma in a battle of the Sooner State, and it was the Sooners who came out on top, 66-62. to Only one player, Jalen Moore, in double figures for the Sooners in the win. So there's your Big 12 scoreboard. So what does it mean? All games final. We look at the updated standings right now. Fifth-ranked Houston at the top alone at first place in the Big 12 with an 8-3 and conference record. Iowa State... In second on their own, ranked 14th with a 7-3 and record. Kansas at 7-4, and a half game back of the Cyclones, a game back of the Cougars. Baylor, Texas, Baylor and Texas Tech both coming up next at 6-4. and Oklahoma at 6-5. and Then BYU coming in after the Sooners. They are two and a half games back of Houston in the standings. One through ten separated by just three games Kansas State and Texas sitting at five and six and tenth in the league just three games back so a really jumbled leaderboard in this big 12 conference standings with just a couple of games separating number one and number 10 BYU right there in the middle two and a half back of the Cougars in that those standings Fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off of pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location, Monday only. Coming up next, you're fine. We'll give you some scores from around campus, plus a top 20, look at the top 25 scoreboard. Your final score tonight, 72-66, Cougars by 6. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Ben Bagley with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. BYU moves to 500 in Big 12 play this conference season with a 72-66 win over Kansas State. Checking some other scores from around campus, the BYU women's basketball team have themselves their first Big 12 win streak as they now have won two straight with a 69-57 win at Cincinnati. Lauren Gustin leads the Cougars with 21 in the game. Kaylee Woolston, 20 of her own in the win. The BYU men's volleyball team sweeps Rhode Island earlier tonight in three straight sets at the Smithfield House. And BYU softball playing two games today in Hawaii at their season opening tournament today. They beat Kansas City 3-0 earlier. And in their second game of the day, the Cougs score three in the top of the seventh to come from behind with a 3-2 win over host Hawaii. So nice job by the Cougars in Hawaii coming from behind and getting that sweep on the day. Taking a look uh, at some top 25 scores. Final up in Logan, Utah State's 22nd ranked beats Boise State 80-61. to Top ranked UConn 89-64 over Georgetown. Rutgers upsets 11th ranked Wisconsin in the Big Ten 78-56. 16th ranked Alabama 109 points today in beating LSU in Baton Rouge. 19th-ranked Creighton over Xavier, 78-71. 15th-ranked South Carolina gets a 15-point win over Vanderbilt. 9th-ranked Duke, also a 15-point win. They beat Boston College today. And another upset in the Big Ten, Michigan State, 88-80 over 10th-ranked Illinois. 12th-ranked Auburn, 10th-ranked Illinois, 12th-ranked Auburn, they get upset by Florida in the SEC, 81-65. North Carolina squeaks one out over Miami. The third-ranked Tar Heels, 75, Miami, 72. And game game earlier this uh, earlier today, a big game at Kentucky. The Gonzaga Bulldogs go into Kentucky and beat the 17th-ranked Wildcats, 89-85. to 85. That's, that's your Big 12 scoreboard. Jackson Robinson, he had three a big three with 51 seconds left to put BYU up 69 to 64. Kind of the difference maker of Spencer Johnson sealing it with his late drive off a of Richie Saunders screen. K-State choosing not to foul and on that play. Didn't switch on the screen, giving Johnson a, a clear lane to the bucket. So BYU gets the victory. Coming up in just a moment, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant will be talking to Trey Stewart in the postgame show. Trey getting some good minutes there in the game tonight with some hustle plays and some big boards and some good play in that game as BYU gets the victory despite poor shooting from the free throw line. Big, the big key of the night, only seven turnovers by BYU to Kansas State 16, a plus nine on T turnovers and outscoring the Wildcats 14 to five in points off turnovers. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for more Cougar post game live with Greg and Mark and Trey Stewart. BYU gets the victory tonight, 72 66 on the new skin BYU sports network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Big O' Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center. BYU is a winner over Kansas State. Final score is 72-66. to We'll be speaking momentarily with uh, Trey Stewart. He's scheduled. Trey Stewart is scheduled to be our postgame guest here, and he'll be coming up in just a matter of moments. So until Trey joins us, we will give you tonight's Waystar star of the game. It is brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at waystar.com. 
Mark, you got five Cougars in double figures. Uh, who do you like as a Waystar star of the game for tonight? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, I'd probably go with Fusi, 14 points on five of eight shooting, eight rebounds. Uh, that was pretty solid, but I, I, I almost want to give it to the just the five position in general with Fusi and Ali Khalifa. I thought it was a two-headed monster that was pretty dynamic tonight. All right, as you do that, we'll, uh, we'll say we'll say Foos is the away star star of the game, 14-8 and eight tonight, 5 of 8 from the field. We bring in Trey Stewart. As mentioned, Trey would join us, and Trey is back on the headset. Trey, good to speak with you. Congrats to you and the guys on a win. Thank you. We'll take it. You will take it. Uh, things got dicey late, but a win is a win. And in this league, it is so hard to run away from teams. Oh, yeah. It is so hard to win any kind of game. And so you take it, and you learn from it, and you move on. Your thoughts on 72-66 tonight. Um, yeah, just kind of let up a little bit in that last segment of the second half, uh, just guarding your yard. Just little simple things that we'll fix, just focusing on the defensive end. Uh, but shout-out Trevin Nell because before the game we were ranking our team in order of who's the best fighter to who's the worst. And Trevin was up there pretty high, so he got that flagrant t- or flagrant one tonight. One. So that kind of – I think we're going to bump him up a few it's slots cred. on the so list. So street cred uh, is enhanced tonight. Yes, for Trevin for sure. But, yeah, just guys <laughs> making big shots like Jackson – Always in the gym, man. Spencer, I mean, just doing their thing at the end, just making big plays, which we're grateful for. This game is uh, 66-64. It's down to a two-point game under a minute to play. It's gone from 17-2. to two. feels like at a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And Jackson Robinson, no hesitation, knocks down that three-top at the key to make it a five-point game. Love that, man. Like, you see him after practice. You come to any practice, that dude's here shooting more threes than anybody else like it's just what he does so when he makes that no one's really surprised because it's like that's just jackson bro trey i thought you were terrific tonight you know it's been a been a minute as you know i'm sure and yep. you got a chance to play tonight played great how did you feel being back on the floor and how how would you feel you did tonight oh i getting back on that floor man it brought me to tears almost it was beautiful um mm-hmm. i missed it so much i just love playing this game so i was grateful to be back out there Got to clean up a few fouls, just a little rusty on a few little things. But, yeah, it's good to be back. How do you describe the last month for you? Uh, It's just been really just grinding. Like, you know how it is. Like, the path of a basketball player is just very different. Um, People will say whatever. People have their opinions on you. Uh, But really, at the end of the day, it's just coming each day and just being patient, doing all you can, doing all the small things. So, really, I just got to shout out my team, man. I just am so grateful for all my teammates. Uh, They've rocked me with me every day in practice. Um, yeah, so grateful for them. I'm so grateful for my wonderful coaching staff. So just all love to them. You work hard. You stay ready. Yes, yes. Always stay ready for that moments. All about moments. How gratifying was it to to get back on the floor with a full house in such a meaningful game and and contribute the way you did early meaningful moments in the first half there? Yeah, it's just one of those things where like Dwayne Wade came and talked to us and he talked about moments, like finding moments, and it was just one of those things where I was walking on the court and I was like, okay, this is a moment, and it's just one of those things where it's like, what didn't matter what happened in the game but i got myself to that position so when i remember what i did in the moment um i just look back on the months and the months before prior to that of just all the hard work all the things that i had to go through so yeah that was just a blessing man very blessed well trey this team's been very resilient missing guys uh, injury or, or for whatever reason and uh tonight you, you basically had a full complement of players and how, how important is that to this team moving forward to having to help guys and everybody ready to play it's very different because uh the west virginia game went very well um we were at the hotel monday or sunday monday and then we had the game tuesday at oklahoma 
the Oklahoma gym was empty. <laughs> we were had what, like 11, 12 guys on the road, and it was just weird. Like the energy was gone, and the whole time we were all sitting there warming up, and we're like, "Wait, we have everyone?" And we're like, "Oh, yeah, we do have everyone." <laughs> so it was just such a so nice to just get back here. Like Ollie, he had that first dime to start out the game. It's just like, man. We miss that, and we need that. So, everybody, we just—it's just good to have people back, man. Yeah, you, you're rolling nine, ten guys right now, and how nice would it be if you get to get into the back half of league play and be able to roll those nine, ten guys? Because that's that's a deep team, and not every team's able to do that. Mm-hmm. Put out nine, ten guys, and everyone that plays contributes. And so, how threatening could that make BYU down the stretch with basically, you know, two groups of five? Uh, rolling at the same time yeah that's really what it is it's just depth um players will get hot every night uh we missed ollie grateful to have him back so he's just one of those guys where it's like he could pop off and have 10 assists one game (laughs) then down hall is going to come in hit a bunch of threes so it's just always having a bunch of people who have opportunities to just go off and we have the guys capable of doing that were you happy to get back off the road and get reunited with ali after you uh didn't have him for a couple games it's funny (laughs) like we're all so close so like trip didn't travel d bake just got surgery marcus wasn't there uh, yeah, Ali, and we'd just go to team dinner, and we'd be like, hey, let's FaceTime Ali. So we'd put him up on the cup. We'd be like, hey, Ali, how you doing? And we'd put Trip up on the cup. be like, oh, how's the bag doing? Because he got an epidural shot. So it was fun because we all catch up. We all care for each other's personal lives, man. Like, those are my guys. So just sitting there FaceTiming him on the road, it's obviously good to have their presence, but, you know, we make work. They, they told us Ali lost some pounds while he was sick. Did he look thinner to you when you got back? Oh, well, first of all, when we first called him, because we were like, oh, he's not coming. And then I FaceTime him, and all of a sudden he answered the phone. I'm like, bro, you stay home. Like, <laughs> he did not look like Ali. So, yeah, just get that boy healthy. All right. Uh, you're a 500 team through 10 games in the Big 12. This is a, a team that people predicted to be 13th in a 14-team league, mm-hmm. and you're a 500 team and in the mix here 10 games in. Yeah. Uh, how do you look at that, knowing you still have eight games to play? But um, what is, what is you know, being a 5-5 five, five and five team in, in the toughest league in America mean to you right now? Such a blessing. Such a blessing. Uh, Tanner Hayhurst, he, has, he gives the pregame speeches sometimes, and he has one of the greatest quotes. It's, he's quoting someone else. I can't remember who it is, but he says, we had a purpose before they had an opinion. Mm. And I love that quote because it really doesn't matter what people say. Like, with all due respect to our own fans, our own fans doubted us. Uh, people would ask, like, oh, how do you think you'll do? Like, obviously with that little tone in their voice. <laughs> uh, I'd be, I was in class the other day, and someone was talking mad smack on our team. And I turned to the dude. I was like, hey, my boy, have some faith. I was like, all love. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're it's like, just you're like, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, we're just going to keep doing us. Like, people can say what they want to say, but we're having fun. We're just working hard. Well, there were 17,400 and change in the building tonight that uh, rode uh, the ups and downs all the way to the finish in this one. And, uh, again, the energy in this building, the, the crowd support you get, the fan support you yeah. get is pretty special, isn't yeah. it? And that's, yeah, I definitely want to make that clear. I'm not trash-talking our fans. We have literally the greatest fans because, like I said, we went to Oklahoma, and we're like, oh, isn't Oklahoma a good – like, they're a good team, a good school. Right. Where's the but, support? Surprise. Yeah, and then you yeah. come here, and it's just like, wow. Like, students lined up, the rock all the way to the roof. You got people just bringing energy and just that everyone yelling, like even every single person yells in the gym. Oh, it's just such a great feeling, man. It's so special. So, Well, BYU's a better team with uh, with depth at the point guard position. And to have you back in and on the floor and contributing was awesome to see. So congrats to you uh, in, in, in staying ready, getting ready, and being ready and helping out tonight. And we look forward to more from you and the boys down the stretch. Congrats again. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, Trey. That's Trey Stewart. We'll come back here from the coaches as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 72, Kansas State 66, our final score. Thanks to Trey Stewart for popping on with us on the Big O Tires Cougar Postgame Live program. Now it is time for BYU Creamery's Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. We'll start the program by hearing from the other side of the floor. Jerome Tang, head coach of the K-State Wildcats, and Arthur Kaluma hit the postgame press conference podium, and uh, they spoke moments ago. Our thanks to Kirsten Meredith of the BYU Athletic Communications team for handling the recorder and getting these recorded comments from a short time ago. Again, now Coach Tang and Arthur Kaluma with Coach Tang doing most of the talking after his team falls to BYU tonight by a score of 72-66. to This is my second time here. Uh, last time I was here, it came down to... We got a block at the buzzer on the Brandon Davies three. It was an incredible environment and great game. And, and once again, the environment didn't fail to live up uh, to the great reputation that it has. Um, Coach Pope does a great job with his guys. And at the end of the day, they uh, made one or two more plays than we did. Okay, we'll go to questions. Arthur, you were helped off the court in the second half of this game ankle, what was it? What, like, that, that sparked you to come on strong down, down the stretch? Are you asking what I heard? What I heard yeah. or? Just like what happened, like the whole sequence? Oh, no. uh, I just came down, I threw a turnover and then uh, 45 stepped on my foot. And uh, my ankle hit the ground and I was in a lot of pain, but I was able to get back into the locker room, tape it up as good as possible and then let the adrenaline take on from there. What do you feel like you guys did differently there in the last three, four minutes where you were able to make that rally and cut the two points? Uh, yeah, we just started pressuring the ball a lot more. We picked up a little higher, uh, went into a little bit of a press. And I feel like we just had more energy, you know, and more energy led to them taking quick shots and us getting boards and being able to get out and transition on that end. Coach, uh, Obviously, the story of the game for you guys for a large part of the game was turnovers. Um, was it just BYU's defense, or did you feel like you were kind of making some unforced errors as a team? Well, actually, 16 is a low number for us, so um, I kind of felt we took care of the basketball uh, tonight. No, we, we got to get better at that. Uh, the combination of those guys doing a great job and and some of us making uh, you know self-inflicted wounds. Another team shot the three extremely well tonight. Another team shot the three extremely well tonight. You guys made six. You made eight. Is there anything that you saw that was different for you guys' three points shooting wise? Uh, no, I think we just uh, missed some shots. They did a good job of like running us off the line, and um, our game plan was to get to the paint more. You know, um, we didn't want to just settle for threes. Uh, obviously, late we had to make some. You know, but um, and you know they're they're the the number one three-point shooting team. You'll know them taking 33 last couple of games, so they've been in the 20s. And so um, whether it's scouting report or it's um, just an emphasis on their part, maybe to get to the paint more uh, in this league, you know, um, that's, that's kind of what I saw. Coach, what offensively in that push in the last five minutes, what do you think you were doing better to get, uh, get some scores in there? And more pace, um, you know, lifted the bigs, got downhill, tried to get to the paint. We knew, like, I mean, we said this was going to be a 15-round fight, 
right? And it didn't matter how big of a lead they had, they, they let you back in the game because of the way they play. And uh, it's just like, we gotta keep throwing punches and eventually we can wear them down. And I felt like late we wore them down, whether it was mentally or physically, and, and they took a couple quick shots, you know, because that's how they play. They're gonna, he gives them confidence to do things and it allowed us to have some opportunities. Problem is, is they got to throw the last punch uh, tonight instead of us. What value do you think BYU and the other newcomers have added to this league? Just look at the net. You know, I mean, like, great environments, great coaches, really good teams, um, you know, from top to bottom. I mean, I think where there's two games separate, you know, first from, like, 10th or whatever it is, and uh, there's no there's no easy, <coughs> no, 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 whether it's at home or on the road, there's no easy win. Uh, anybody can beat anybody, and, uh, I mean, everybody has the best conference in America, you know, and um, that's why we'll have 10, maybe 11 teams in the NCAA tournament. Coach, coming off a big win on Monday, did you feel maybe there's a little bit of a letdown? Can I get going tonight? Um, coming off that Kansas game? No, no, no letdown at all. Um, the, I mean, I, I didn't think we started bad. Uh, I think uh, they, we knew they started fast. We know at home that adrenaline and all that, we expected that. And, um, then, you know, thought we responded probably waited a little too long to respond the way we wanted to respond but it was a culmination of, of wearing them down to get to the point that we got to any other questions for coach or Arthur all right thank you thank you guys thank you all right, that is uh, Jerome Tang, head coach of the K-State Wildcats. We'll take a break. We'll continue with uh, Coach Mark Pope joining the program as the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I'm unique, and so are my financial needs. That's why when Zions Bank says they're dedicated to valuing you, supporting you, serving you, understanding you, protecting you, what they're really saying is they're dedicated to providing me with... You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, Big O Tires, I'll make your pardon. The BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show continues now. BYU head coach Mark Pope will join us momentarily. He's with the uh, other press right now, the uh, print media we call them, and uh, he'll be finishing with them shortly and back out to courtside. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you courtside at the Marriott Center. 17,400 and change on hand to see BYU defeat Kansas State by a score of 72-66. to 66. BYU led for 33 and a half minutes of the game's 40 minutes, but things got dicey late. 17-point lead got down to two in the final minute. Then Jackson Robinson makes a big three to help seal the deal in this one. Cougs win it by six and go to five and five. Let's get to our Economics Partners valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise. One of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Going to go to the double figure scoring number tonight. BYU had five players in double figures. And you figure, well, that's usually a pretty good sign, right? It is. BYU is this season... Seven and one, and in the Mark Pope era, nineteen and three. When they can get five players in double figures, it's intuitive that you'd 
think you'd win most of those games. And indeed, BYU did get five players at 10 or more points. And uh, it kind of reflects BYU's roster generally. Um, Look at these numbers. You've got six guys averaging between 10 and 14 points a game. Coming in two tonight, you had Richie at 10.1, Noah at 10.2, Foose at 10.4, Spencer at 11.1, Trevin 11.2, and Jackson Robinson 13.5. So no real massive numbers, but yet balanced guys, six guys all between 10 and 14. That's kind of who BYU is, and it could be anyone on any given night. And tonight they got five at uh, in double figures, and those five were enough as BYU's going to 7-1 and one on the year in that particular number. Well, the, the great thing about getting five guys in double figures, Greg, is that means you've got at least 50 points. That's <laughs> true enough. So <laughs> that's good. That's positive. Listen, I, I, that's amazing that they're all so close. I mean, usually you have a couple guys that are 15, 20-point guys, and everyone else is in there, you know, six or seven. And that, that, that's pretty cool that you have that. And and I, I one of the things I liked about tonight's game, Greg, was uh, that – you know the the experiment to go back to Trevin uh, starting and Jackson off the bench I think was successful I thought worked for both you know Trevin uh, you know he struggled at times but I thought he was actually really good tonight especially early he was missing the threes but then he would take it to the rim and, and score and then he finally hit a three which I think was really important for him and then of course Jackson's heroics at the end but I also liked how when Jackson came in in the first half he wasn't relying on the three. He was really aggressive getting to the hoop. I like that from the three spot. You have to go and draw contact and get to the rim. And those are two guys that can finish at the rim. Uh, so I, I really liked what I saw with that uh, with that change, and I think it was beneficial for both players. BYU, uh, I don't want to take for granted how well BYU performs in the uh, assist-to-turnover ratio department. They're fifth nationally, fifth in the country in assist-to-turnover. And tonight, uh, there they were at 18 assists and only seven turnovers. I mean, they're so efficient in that category. And on a night like tonight, when you're taking on a, a, a generally speaking, more turnover-prone team, uh, K-State was sitting at 16 turnovers and 11 assists. That's a big flip around there and one of the reasons BYU ends up winning this game tonight. Uh, and, I, you know, Dallin Hall continues to be super efficient and not turning the ball over. And then Trey did a nice job. You know, the kind of one of the knocks on him was he – he does turn it over a little bit, but he was very good with the ball tonight. No turnovers, and and uh, you know that 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 was a huge advantage tonight. They gave BYU multiple uh, extra field goal attempts because they had so few turnovers uh, uh, compared to Kansas State. BYU head coach Mark Pope has popped on the headset. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Coach Pope's Cougs defeat the Wildcats in this Saturday night cat fight, 72-66. Coach Pope, congrats to you and the boys on grinding one out. Every Big 12 win is a great Big 12 win. Yeah, I mean, that is the truest of true statements, and I couldn't be more thrilled, man. And I actually love the way the guys did it, and um, I love everything about it. So happy. You say the way they did it. How did they do it to you? Well, we, we, we managed to win without making any free throws <laughs> slight exaggeration <laughs> and <Not> so <laughs> i was i was i was really proud of that you know we've been we've been working on this in practice we've been drilling it actually um we've been talking about it as a team about winning on the defensive end winning on the defensive end and and um and I'm, I actually am really grateful for the stress down the stretch because it, it gave us a chance to um, really continue to emphasize trying to win on the defensive end. I actually loved everything the guys got done offensively. I loved all the work to the rim. I loved getting to the free throw line. I loved the open through. You know, we got a bunch of wide open threes that we really like, um, and they just didn't go down. And, and, 
And um, you're always like it's a lifelong pursuit to just keep pushing forward on the controllables aggressively and believing and just understanding that like, hey, you can go through a little spell where things don't go great. And we're just going to we're just going to get stops continuous on the defensive end. And then we're going to we're going to we're going to keep fully aggressive and fully in attack mode on the offensive end. And that's actually a learned skill because there's times when that's really hard to do. And and uh, we were not great at that tonight. We, we didn't do ourselves any favors, you know, shooting the ball from the free throw line or from the from the three-point line you know in that last six minutes seven minutes but um, we were good enough on the defensive end to figure it out and and a couple guys made big shots and and by just continuing to push ahead and the cliche is you got what you wanted and for the most part most of the night you were getting what your offense was designed to get you right yeah and and you know listen this is this is how the game goes you know this is different, guys. Um, you know, we're playing Kansas State. They just beat Kansas five days ago. Like, this is a big-time, big-time program. You know, it's, 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 um, you know it's, it's a little bit of fool's gold to be like, hey, yeah, we, you know, we're up 17, and so we turn the lights out. Like, they're a championship-caliber team that was in the lead eight last year, the lead eight of the NCAA tournament, uh, just coming off a massive win against Kansas with elite-level scores that are real problem. They're real problems. And so, you know, this is what these games are, and thank goodness because it's awesome. Coach, it seems like we've been waiting all year to have two kind of fully effective big men mm. in Foose and yeah. Ali Khalifa. You had that tonight. Yeah. I thought they were both really good. Uh, I mean, how is it having both those guys available to you? And I thought it worked pretty pretty nicely tonight playing them both uh, and we're both effective in different ways. Yeah, uh, it was really good. Um, you know, Ali just, you know, has been on his, uh, you know, laying in bed, you know, just vomiting continuously. I think he's. I think he logged like 22 quarts of vomit over the last week. So, Greg, Greg is. Uh, <laughs> Greg is trying to visualize that right now. And he's, not he's not enjoying it. He's a little squeamish <laughs> as we talk about this. Um, but he just rolled in. Oh, Leanne doesn't like that either. Sorry. <laughs> Let's edit that out. Is this live? It's like I think you can say whatever you okay, want after fine. 11. And, and <laughs> I'm getting, like, booed. <laughs> the whole crew is booing me right now. Anyway, uh, for him to roll in here after one day's practice and be a 6-2 guy, I mean, come on. Like, how easy does he make my job? And then I thought Foose was I thought Foose was outstanding. You know, Foose uh, w- wishes he could get back the the free throw line a little bit tonight. But you think about Foose um, in the complicated places where he was, you know, uh, grabbing catches against elite level length and elite level rim protection. I mean, both those kids, 13 and 20, are elite level uh, rim protectors. And Foose is a one turnover guy and. Uh, is five for eight from the field and had a real presence and, and would have been a 20-point guy if, if he shot his normal percentage from the free throw line. Yeah, between the two of them, Colbert and McNair are between two and three blocks a game, yep. uh, generally speaking. Uh, you know, your, your move with uh, Jax and Trev I thought worked out for both guys yeah. uh, tonight. And uh, the biggest uh, – there were a lot of big shots tonight, right? But when it goes from two to five in the final minute yeah. on the Jackson-Robinson three straight yeah. away? Yeah, uh, that, that was probably the biggest shot of the game. Um, and I was really proud of Jax. Uh, you know, I was actually – I loved Jax's game. You know, Jax didn't have a prolific scoring night. But there were times uh, his first drive to the rim was incredibly forceful and decisive and physical. And and uh, actually, 
uh, Coach Matt Santoro, one of our GAs who terrifically gives an elite level. He's from Philadelphia, and this was his first time to give the team a pregame speech. Hmm. Uh, uh, Tanner Harris is in charge of assigning people, so he assigned Matt. And so Matt actually uh, went straight right. He's a diehard. He's from Philadelphia. He, like, oozes Philadelphia cheesesteak, like, the whole deal. And so he did a full Rocky rendition, <laughs> including, like, finishing up, had the, the, the Rocky theme song cued to go as he was wrapping up his remarks. <laughs> and he's been uh, uh, leading out a, a specific uh, charge on Jax to kind of get him more physical and more downhill. And he made unbelievable plays off two feet um, tonight. Uh, getting paint touches, and so clearly he's an elite level shooter. He made the the, the shot of the night, uh, but I thought he was great getting downhill, and I expect we're going to see his yeah. game grow exponentially in the next two months. Coach, I thought Trey was great tonight. Of course, he hasn't played for a while, but uh, gives you some great defense, especially I think on the perimeter against some of these Big 12 guards, and he he made good decisions. I thought he was great tonight. Your thoughts on Trey? Yeah, Trey is a zero turnover guy. Is really important for us. I, I I'm, I'm I'm really proud of Trey. Um, you know, like the we talk about this all the time. The best part of this job is watching guys grow. It's just awesome. And um, you know, Trey's been through it in the last month, and um, and he uh, has increasingly come every single day with more juice and more joy, and really taking a huge leadership role on this team making a massive difference on this team even though he wasn't stepping on the court and then for him to be prepared with no warning tonight to step on the court and he, he came up with three uh loose ball rebounds um early in, in his minutes rotation and um i thought he was terrific tonight i'm really proud of him and it's hard to do it's um it's way bigger than basketball guys it's it's about um, I don't know if we're allowed to say this anymore, but it's about being a great man. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm really pleased with, with the progress and effort that he made, and he was crucial to us tonight. Dallin Hall uh, gave me a bit of a scare late first half when he goes out. Ended up on the bike a bit, but came in back second half, looked more or less normal. He, is he okay? He's good? Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a, this is a real, uh, you know, this was a, a heavy haul for him tonight. Um, you know, he, he, was, he wasn't feeling great. Um, you know he's he's pretty uh, has uh, some real tightness. The ca- kind of accumulation of the season is is um, challenging, especially with mm-hmm. the, an immense load that he's had to carry. Especially the last two games without Ali, like he's had to carry such a load without Ali. And so, um, you know, he was uh, man, he was a warrior tonight. He he made great plays off the bounce, off the ball screen, uh, made great reads, and and uh, he just is a special player. Uh, closing segment with Coach Pope is coming up. BYU defeats K-State 72-66. to BYU's tied for seventh in this 14-team conference at 5-5. Five and five. UCF's coming into town on Tuesday. More with the coach next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to five Cougars and double figures tonight as BYU defeats Kansas State by a score of 72-66. to Reiterating that number, BYU now 7-1 and this year, 19-3 and under Coach Pope when they get five players in double figures, as was the case tonight. So uh, 
seven games in the Big 12 today, Coach, and six home winners. Yeah. What a great home court league this is. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's just like there's no words for it, right? It's, um, the league is incredible, man. And, you know, we have UCF coming in here, and it's just going to be like the Super Bowl of, like, it's going to be a, it's going to be a heavyweight fight, and it's, I can't wait, and it's just every night. So uh, the, the league is uh, proving to be everything we possibly could have hoped for. How do you feel? With this team, knowing your guys, you're halfway through the league, you're, you know, right 500. I mean, how, how are you feeling about your team in this league right now? I love it. Um, you know, we, we have found a way to function a little bit different than, than the other teams in this league. And that's very important for us because it's a little bit of a different scout for teams. It's a, it's a, it, um, it, it gives us a little bit of a, a, a opportunity to kind of um, just be a little different. And, um, w- you know, as we're going through this year trying to evaluate that strategy, I think we're gaining confidence um, that we can live this way. Now, with that said, you know, we're back-to-back games under 33s, and that's super problematic for us. That's that's something that we're going to have to address and, and get better at. But I like us. I like us in this league. I love this league. I, mostly, I'm just grateful to be in this league. It is just epic, guys. It, every single day is like heaven. Right before you sat down, I hit on the assist-to-turnover number and to not take it for granted because to be fifth in the country mm. – in that number in this league that is so tough to keep that number high and there you were sitting at tonight where you're 18 and 7 I think yeah and the 7 you know we've been 887 um, and that's two wins and a loss um, and it's two games on the road and, and a home game and um, I'm really proud of our guys uh, and, and the way we play is not uh, conducive to protecting the ball hmm. we cut like crazy we move like crazy and so you're you put your you know the more you pass the ball the more in jeopardy you are of of, of earning turnovers and our guys um, you know there were several plays none more crucial than Jax's play right in front of you guys tonight where he kind of got a, 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 a weird pass he bobbled it it was a 50-50 ball that he won spun around and then he had to contest 50-50 with another defender and won it and and that's been a really you know it's a, it's a beautiful thing to watch guys progression when you're 12 and you're dreaming about being a BYU player in the Marriott Center one day, you don't think the most special thing you're going to do is win a catch. But after a year of going through it, you start to understand, you know what, winning catches wins games. Um, Spencer Johnson was the same way, kind of running the clock out and, and, and with the, the force and power and, and intelligence that he was kind of doing his Har- Harlem Globetrotter version or racing around the floor and then ended up with a layup. You know, that's something he's learned. That is not something he was doing two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Not something he even understood how valuable it was. That That's the difference between winning and losing. So super fun to watch these guys grow um, into understanding how crucial those things are to win. So we call the Big 12 the best basketball conference uh, in, in America, and for a lot of good reasons. Uh, the NFL is the, the greatest sporting show I think that there is right now, and the Super Bowl is tomorrow. And the NFL Comeback Player of the Year was in your building tonight. Mm. They gave the awards out this week, and the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, Joe Flacco, was How sitting about, about six, rows up, six rows up between Austin Colley and Dennis Pitta, and they've all played in the big game. Uh, Very and, cool. And it was cool to have those three guys recognized, but to have Joe Flacco in the building, someone that literally two nights ago was getting the you know, one of the best awards in the NFL, and he was here to watch you guys uh, ball out today. It's, um, you know, I'm telling you, and we say this all the time, but, um, like, there is such a deep emotional gratitude for, uh, Cougar Nation, and for the eighteen thousand, for the what was it set for the seventeen five that were here at this game just tonight. Just short of a sellout, yeah. Um, just because w- w- we're fighting so hard to do this, and we can't do it without them. 
and and uh, it just is amazing. And and this is a massive team effort. And um, every single person that was at this game tonight, we actually needed them here. And uh, it's it's special. It makes it more special to think that you know there were eighteen, seventeen thousand four hundred forty-six people in the stands, and my sixteen guys. If I do the math right, that makes fourteen thousand four hundred and. 62 people maybe give or take 62 uh that it took to win this game tonight and that's actually super cool man we love cougar nation and and are so we never take it for granted that we all get to do this together and we'll get most of those people back in the building tuesday you've got ucf coming in uh you know that was your first big 12 win was was ucf down in orlando This seems like three years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like. And, uh, yeah, this team is just, man, they are, my gosh, they are massive and athletic and physical. And, uh, whew, it's going to be, a, it's, I can't wait for the game because it's just going to be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a heavyweight fight to take everything yeah. we can. By the way, who do you like tomorrow, uh, Chiefs or Niners? Um, I, I have, I actually have no idea. Like, I don't know anything about either team other than Taylor Swift uh, is is uh, she's in the Chiefs camp. aligned herself with 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 uh, with um, the Chiefs, yeah. and so we are one hundred percent going to be cheering for Taylor Swift to have a great night uh, tomorrow. <laughs> And uh, as long as everything goes smoothly for her, we'll be super happy. All right. That's a great call. Uh, Coach, we will see you back here next week. Okay. Thanks, All right, guys. That's Appreciate Mark Pope. you. We are going to wrap it up from Provo, Utah. BYU's a winner over Kansas State. The Kooks go to 17-6 and six on the year and 5-5 uh, five and five in the Big 12. And we are back with you on Tuesday versus UCF. It's BYU and UCF, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip. Thanks to Coach Mark Pope and Trey Stewart for joining us here courtside. Thanks to Kirsten Meredith, the BYU Athletic Communications staff, for getting the recorded interview with uh, Coach Jerome Tang and Arthur Kaluma as well. Good to see Wyatt Thompson uh, of the uh, K-State broadcast crew as well tonight. Uh, Wyatt and I first met each other way back in his Colorado State radio broadcast days, and here he is with K-State, and good to see guys like Wyatt in the building as we make new friends in the broadcast crew and see old friends on the broadcast crews as well. All right, let's thank the crew back at BYU Radio. Our engineer, Barry Squires, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Ben Bagley, our control board operators, Ethan Arkell, and uh, Maya Tippetts tonight. Uh, Kaylee Radford was our studio editor tonight. Thanks to all those folks. Operations for Clark, from Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. And I think that is everyone back at BYU Radio tonight. Uh, we thank... Everyone I just mentioned for the postgame coverage. Appreciation to Tom Gilbert, who is Kansas State's basketball communications director for lining up his pregame coach interview with uh, Coach Eric Malagy. And uh, we thank Tyson Jex, BYU's basketball communications director, for all of his great work and being our right-hand man. So for all of those folks, hope I didn't forget anybody. And from my broadcast partner, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel. Saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, real estate investments. By Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires. The team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garf. We hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug. Proud partner of BYU Athletics. 
BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.